Hey, you've made it to SpriceBase, where people managing social media accounts come for community. This year, our focus is social media for good. Together, we can work to make social media a landscape for healthy online communities to grow. Sound good? Then come along with us on the SpriceBase podcast, where we share what we know, learn what we don't, and strive to make social media better for us all. Better pack your things and go, darling, oh darling, you're so mean to me, no you can't stay one more night, darling, well every time you say you're sorry, oh then you sweep me off of my feet, but then you're going Hello everyone and welcome to the Sprice Face Podcast. I'm Lacey and I've got Chad here with me today. Now this June, our focus is on musicians. We're doing kind of a uh, concert in the park series, if you will. Uh, We're looking at how musicians are using social media for good and how social media has impacted their industry, especially during pandemic. Now we've got two extra special guests here with us today as well. Kate Voss and Jason Gessel, who make up the husband and wife musical duo Sunday and Mr. Gessel. They were recently awarded Acoustic Ensemble of the Year from Earshot Jazz. So Kate and Jason, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having us. How are you feeling today? Pretty excellent. How about you? I give it a 7 out of 10 today. Oh, okay. Good. (laughs) I'm a a slightly better than fabulous over here, so. uh, (laughs) Slightly better than fabulous. That's amazing. So, Chad, tell us a little bit about the background between you and uh, Kate and Jason here. Yeah, well, uh, Jason and I have known each other for a long time. Uh, There was a point where I I was also a professional musician, you know, and uh, Jason and Kate have have done really well with that. I probably met Jason way back in about year 2000 or so. Um, I had moved to Seattle from Missoula, and it it was people that I knew in Missoula that also knew Jason and played music with Jason. So it was a big kind of incestuous family of musicians kind of there in the Seattle area at that time. And it was so great because everybody was dedicated and everybody was kind of really serious about our craft and our art and kind of putting a lot of effort into it. And of course, it was my mid-20s, so I was like, you know, having a blast of everything (laughs) I did, you know. Yeah. But Jason, uh, I don't think he was ever my roommate, but he was, he could have been because he was there all the time, you know. Uh, We had this house called uh, Base Camp, and it was just a house full of artists and musicians and there was always music going on and art and I was kind of the old only folky playing folk music and singer-songwriter music and so I'd be playing in my room writing songs and and I'd hear from the other room <laughs> we were all into all electronic music at that time <laughs> Jason and Adam had a band called Obelisk that was doing really well and, and great music and that was all electronica and, and jungle and drum and bass drum and bass music right yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah. We still have about a thousand records of Obelisk, so if anybody <laughs> out there wants to unload. All right. Well, Any, y'all have anybody? come a long way since base camp, I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah. So before we get into kind of the meat of the content, I always like to ask uh, about some social media content that you all have taken in in the last week or so that brought you joy. So what do you got? 
Well, I will start. Um, actually, something happened this morning that brought me joy. And not only did it bring me joy, it actually brought me to action. I saw my friend, uh, bass player friend from the Twin Cities, Michael Carvalho, post that he was going to be performing with one of my favorite uh, multi-instrumentalist singer. Uh, she's like an idol of mine, Gunhild, Gunhild Carling. So he's going to be performing with her in Portland. And so he posted this you know, wonderful, you know, little collage of pictures of him playing with her and said, hey, I'm going to be performing in Portland. And I was just like, that's it. I'm going to go to Portland. I'm going to see my friend play bass and I'm going to see, you know, one of my biggest inspirations perform. And so it was, it not only brought me joy, but it actually took me to booking a trip to Portland next week. So mm. we, nice. we love when social media makes us actually take action in our real life, you know, when it crosses that, that field into something that actually takes action. So that's great. You got one, Jason? Um, yes, I uh, follow a, um, a person I used to work with, his husband, Skyler, is, uh, just found out he's allergic to corn. So he posts every day these um, different foods he can't get because they're made in a facility with corn and, they, and it's been upsetting his stomach forever. But he posts all his new recipes and he's making granola and he's making power bars and he's making all this stuff. And he just posted they sold their condo so they can buy property to grow all their own vegetables. Wow. And, and he posts like really informative things about urban farming and what to watch out for and all of his recipes and he's just um just really cool photos and he's always like super positive and it's it's just really cool to see him working at this so hard and every day i'm like what's skylar doing now <laughs> <laughs> it's funny i i can't even imagine my my pantry without corn products that would be very difficult to have that kind of lifestyle change yeah and he's finding that it's in like everything like he can't even use soaps or shampoos with the corn products. Oh, wow. 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 Yeah. Well, lots of education there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so I want to hear a little bit about you two as a musical duo. So tell tell me a little bit about Sunday and Mr. Gessel. And um, I hear, I loved this this description that you said, I that you bring sounds back from a bygone era and spread the joy of music like Johnny Appleseed. Okay, so so. Tell me a little bit more about you two as a musical duo. Well, we started this project um, as a passion project eight years ago. We both kind of discovered that we were borderline obsessed with the decade of the 1930s. Uh, there's just a, a wealth of brilliant songwriters and beautiful melodies and chords and things like that. So we, we got together and started performing uh, like, you know, small clubs and bars around Seattle. Uh, these like we called it back then uh, vintage pop music Ooh. where we would do all these like tunes from the 30s and in the last eight years it has grown into somewhat of an enterprise um, we've performed over a thousand shows all across the United States and um, we're very lucky that um, you know the 1930s you know we both very much love jazz music uh, it's probably our favorite kind of music um, but there's so many other genres that exist in the 1930s, so we get to kind of bring in a lot of other colors to our performance, and we just kind of brand it as more of a vintage experience. Uh, what did you say uh, earlier today? It's like a 
a hipster hee-haw show that we have now. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, because we bring in, it's kind of, we go towards a Western swing style, or a lot of our stuff is swing and or like um, Latin exotica, Martin Denny, um, and we use Les Paul and Mary Ford as, as our, that's who we try to copy. Like, they travel around the U.S. in their station wagon, recorded in bread and break- breakfasts, and played popular music and made their own arrangements. And um, so they're a huge inspiration. And it, we end up calling our music fun and fancy. Um, that kind of is more digestible for people, because when people hear we took the word jazz out because sometimes that's a four-letter word. Mm. They're like, oh, I hate jazz. I'm like, well, what's jazz? They're like, well, a bunch of old white dudes playing too long of solos I don't understand. <laughs> They're like, oh, we're not that. <laughs> um, but we, yeah, so we, and we like to do more 50% music, 50% comedy. Come on, I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> you must be the 50% comedy, Kate. <laughs> yeah, actually, I have a joke for you, Lacey. Okay. Um, how do you get a hipster to eat a hot dog? How? You put it in a man bun. <laughs> <laughs> See? I'm funny. Laugh. I just, I can't wait for the, uh, I want a hashtag hipster hee-haw to like be a thing and really take off. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> and then we started writing original songs too at, um, that's in this old school style, but we have songs like I'm a half a bottle of gin from falling in love with you. Which is a true oh. story, by the way. <laughs> and then a new one that's on our newest record that's uh, Might As Well Cause Love Is Hell. Kind also a true story. Kind of about living on an RV together for three years in close quarters with our little chihuahua. We're still married. So. <laughs> and how's the chihuahua doing with all this? She's great. She's staring out the window right now. She's in the sun. Bossing everyone around (laughs) that walks by. Tell them the name of the dog. Jackie Osassis. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Of course, she's on Instagram, so you can follow her adventures. (laughs) Oh, on her own channel. And what's her handle? Jackie Osassis. Okay, Okay. there we go. Okay, so let's bring it back into our industry for a minute. So we've been really focused over the last year or so on this concept of social media for good, right? And so we're just looking at all of the nooks and crannies that that industries and well, not all of the nooks and crannies. We don't want to be in all the social media nooks and crannies, you know. But we've been wor- we've been looking in many of them and finding, you know, some of the niches and how people are um, are adjusting during pandemic using social media and how certain industries are using social media for good. So a question that I have for you two is what role does social media actually play for you two as as a musical duo? Well, it actually plays quite a big role for us. Um, there, gosh, where do I start? Um, you know, we are on a lot of different platforms and uh, we've found that uh, people find out kind of what we're up to through social media. Like, I can't tell you how many times, it's just been countless, where people have, you know, approached us or messaged us and said, hey, I saw on Facebook that you guys are going to be, you know, in Denver. Like, would you like to come play a show? So um, it's pretty pretty wonderful and pretty um, essential for us to have a social media presence, um, not only just to kind of let people know what's going on, but we've gotten like lots of work just from posting, you know, the things that we've been up to. Um, Right now we're actually in campaign to get 1,000 YouTube subscribers. Ah, you're getting close, aren't you? 
Yes, we only have 76 to go. So we're, we're almost there. I think we're going to get there this week. But, you know, our main platform to try and get um, people to subscribe has been Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You know, we, we talk about it at our shows, too. And we tell people, okay, now get your phones out and hit subscribe, which they do, which is great. But it's just such a, a great way to reach people that you might not have reached you know, in person or otherwise. Who manages the social media? <laughs> I, I, it's Kate. <laughs> do you do you even let Jason touch it? <laughs> oh, sometimes I'll tell him to share a post, or sometimes I'll tell him what to write. <laughs> yeah, but Kate has a good positive following on social media, so she'll even post, um, you know, give me a joke or I need more material and people give her more material. Um, and, I need all I can get. <laughs> and uh, asking for song ideas or the big thing is when she posts our little tour when we're going across the country, a lot of people actually see it and are like, come to my place. Like we just um, posted we're doing the curbside concert and a fan of ours got a hold of us and said, can you come to my mom's assisted living in Spokane and play outside of her window? And oh, wow. so we set up, this was last, last year when nobody could go in, we set up like 30 feet from her window and played a 45 minute set. And this, oh my God. Yeah. And this last time he saw we're coming, he's like, okay, my wife and I are going to come and my sister and the kids and we can be outside and mom can come outside this time. So they set up a tent, we set up in the parking lot and we played them a, about a one hour, 45 mm -hmm. minute to one hour show. That was two nights ago. <laughs> two nights that we did that. was two nights yeah. ago. <laughs> Seriously? Nice. Yeah. yeah. And and that came from just Kate posting on social media, like, hey, we're doing curbside concerts and look at our schedule. We're around. And One of the things that's interesting about Kate, you even asking people for material and that kind of thing is I've found that that's one of the best ways that you can actually kind of build this, um, this circular uh, kind of community where you give to them, they give to you, you ask of them, they ask of you. And it becomes this actual, I mean, like a real relationship, you know, we're, we're actually building relationships and communities with people. And the best way you can keep them engaged is to give them a job, you know? And so when you're asking people for their input and they feel like they're invested enough that they can actually give you ideas and communicate back to you, that's when you know, you really are building something, a real relationship and a real community of people. So that's wonderful, that's wonderful. to hear. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. That's actually how we've been structuring our Patreon as well. Um, you know, we have our, you know, $2 level where, you know, you're just kind of throwing in two bucks a month and we, we uh, have all of our content that you can see. Every level up from there, it's like there's a song request level. So, you know, people get to say, hey, you know, in your next concert, we want you to do this song. And there's a curbside concert level. So if you, you know, are at the top tier, we'll come to your house and we'll give you a, a concert. Um, I think the most important thing to, to both Jason and I and the way we've structured this duo is our mission is to to connect with people and to create a sense of community and a sense of fun so that people, especially this last year, can at least, you know, take their minds off of some of the really serious things that happen in life and relax and smile for about an hour. You know, that's kind of what we're here for. We want people to be engaged. We want the community to come out, especially with these curbside concerts where, you know, just inviting everyone like, 
we're doing this safely. If you're available, just, you know, walk down the street and come enjoy a concert. I have to say, Jason's no slouch, too, with the social media, because uh, I've been following, you know, he, he posts regularly on his personal Facebook page. And I mean, that's where I heard about the uh, the ambient music that you're doing. And, you know, I have I have forwarded that particular post to plenty of musician friends of mine too and so yeah jason does a good job with that too i like that i like that compliment you're no slouch jason you know you're no slouch on social media (laughs) if there's one thing that's okay about you (laughs) um so i know you did release your newer album fun and fancy is that the the newest one that you have released fun and fancy so that album you released right at the beginning of pandemic so Tell me about how Pandemic changed uh, the release of that album and how you kind of flexed and pivoted with that. Let's see. Well, so we're supposed to have our show at the Triple Door, and of course it closed down. And um, right at the beginning, our friend Gordon Brown started doing live streams. So he's like, I'm going to go out, I'm going to write this program. Um, It's now called Loud Swell. What was it called when they first started? Live Concert Stream. Live Concert Stream. And they just switched the name to Loud Swell. And since the beginning of COVID, they've done hundreds of live streams. So they help set people up virtually and then they put it on all platforms and they have a virtual tip jar that's going and we were i think the second ones to use it he was still in beta testing and um Skerrick, the saxophonist uh, let us use his studio uh here in west seattle and we went over there and we we did our show live stream and it ended up being super fun and we ended up you know, people were very generous with donations we ended up selling a lot of records and stuff and just sent we actually went around seattle and dropped records off at people's doorstep that bought him from us <laughs> wow a personalized touch yeah, yeah. um and then after that we, we just thought we need to you know up our game and learn how to do video editing better so we dove into iMovie and that's where we started doing um sunday morning live mm-hmm. and, and got that going which is a variety show again what we I just came up with today. I'm like, it's like hipster hee-haw. Because there's like, <laughs> Kate would do a Sunday Funnies, which is a three-minute stand-up comedy skit. We had Slow Mo Jackie O, which would just be our chihuahua running in slow motion <laughs> to dramatic music, which might have been one of the, kind of the top hit. favorite ones. Yeah. And then we'd make goofy videos. Um, like when it was Halloween, we did like a, you know, we did Spooky. That song Spooky. And we had, you know, we bought a green screen so we could do super kitschy stuff on the green screen behind us. Um, we did a newlywed show with my parents who've been married 65 years and we went to see them, which is fun. And, uh, yeah, whatever we could think of just to make it, you know, kind of a 40 minute, 50 minute show that was like the Carol Burnett show or Hee Haw or one of those, or kind of Saturday Night Live. Yeah. So there's mm-hmm. skits and comedy and music. So you like to set these kind of shows up because you really like to spread fun, but is it fun putting them together or is it how, you know, how does that go? <laughs> First uh, season of what we call season of Sunday morning live. We're like, we're going to do it every Sunday and then realize that to make a 45 minute show, takes between 40 and 90 hours of shooting writing skits shooting video editing Editing, video the sound learning because we'd also say tell our patrons that they got to pick the songs and of course they didn't pick from our list they picked songs we've never played before so we had to learn new songs arrange them (laughs) yeah so the first week that we uh we 
started doing Sunday Morning Live, we learned immediately that we there's no way we could do this every week. It has to be every other week. So we've been doing that. We have two seasons under our belt now. We're taking a break while we're traveling and touring um, till July, and then we're going to start season three again. And now, do you distribute that mainly on Facebook Live, or is it on YouTube first and then distributed, or how do you do that? Both at the same time. So okay. we use um, StreamYard. And uh, it goes on both both at the same time, and then we um, we keep it up. What do we on this? We keep it up for a couple of days, and then um, we archive it uh, for our patrons. So um, if you're on Patreon and following us, you can watch the video, any uh, any of our content, all of our videos on demand anytime. Um, and that's kind of been what we've you know, been trying to corral people to follow us because you can do it as little for, you know, $2 a month. You can see all of our content. And it's just been another way during COVID to try and um, continue making a livable wage. Uh, obviously, our 200, I think we had 200 shows cancel um, in 2020. Oh, my God. Uh, so it was, it was pretty devastating. And we were like, okay, how are we going to... Uh, revamp our our strategy here and see see what we can come up with and so uh, Patreon's been wonderful we have about 75 patrons and um, thank you all if you're out there you're probably listening you're amazing um, <laughs> for following us and um, we've been doing the curbside concerts has been another answer to that and also dedication videos so as you're starting to tour again are you is it mostly still curbside concerts or are you starting to have some some kind of almost back to normal shows that you're able to do we've had some back to normal shows in north yeah. dakota and montana <laughs> uh, where we played you know bigger breweries where they have the garage doors open um mm -hmm. uh, we played actually played a restaurant in billings montana um we were their first they do a sunday night jazz thing and we were the first ones back after over a year of them canceling wow, wow. Oh, and that was um it was a little, there's kind of a lot of people there, so we're both like, and we were far away from people, good, like the closest people might probably were 15 feet from us, but we were still like, oh, this is weird. Hey, I mm -hmm. still I still feel that way when I see a scene on TV where there's a bunch of people without masks on. I'm like, what are they mm -hmm. doing? Mm -hmm. <laughs> just, just an actual scene shot, on, and I still have that filter, you know? It's going to take a while for that to go away, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Luckily, we were both uh, vaccinated, and so it's made it a little bit easier for us to kind of start dipping our toe back into, you know, normal performances. But, yeah. but this summer, most of them are outdoors, actually. Yeah. I've just been brainstorming in my mind over here how we get Jackie O to start pulling a little bit more weight around here. We need to monetize Jackie O. I mean, if she's doing, if she's doing so well with those slow-mo videos, we got, we got to take a little more advantage of her, I think. I know. <laughs> we just got stickers made. I don't know if you can see this, but it's a um, little Jackie. See, you've already got the solutions. Good. We're working on t-shirts and mugs. And They're coming. Yeah. See? Good. We're on the same track. And coffee. We're working on a Jackie O dark roast coffee. Whoa. Yeah, awesome, we actually awesome. just started selling Sunday Mr. Gessel coffee line, and we only have two bags left. So, is there, a, is there a roastery you're partnering with for these, or what's the... Yeah, so we just moved to Oshkosh, 
Wisconsin, and a friend of mine, him and his wife, own the grocery store that's in the lower level of this old opera house that's converted into art spaces and livable spaces. And I asked him, I'm like, do you guys, I see you have your own coffee, where do you get it? And he's like, oh, it's just the guy up the street. It's um, fair trade, organic, he does small batch roasting. I'm like, could we get in on it? He's like, yeah, let's batch you in with us and we'll make you stickers and logo and we'll sell it in our grocery store and you take it on the road and we'll send you more coffee when you need it. I wish that the roastery name was the guy up the street roastery though, because like that's pretty catchy. I like that. That is pretty catchy. <laughs> so I want to hear a little bit from your perspective. You know, you talked about about your community building that you're doing internally, but is there anything else that from your perspective you're doing um, that's kind of in line with this social media for good theory that we're running with? Well, I can say that I've noticed definitely on on all of the feeds that everything is generally positive. You know, I mean, I mean, you'd say that. I mean, right? Because you you're not gonna your brand is 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 positive in fun and fancy every way. It's fun and fancy, and so that's a that's one one way. Yeah, and when when COVID first started. Um, Everybody was so stressed out. We were really stressed out. And I just started making ambient loops in our motorhome. I um, just set up my guitar and a bunch of effects. And I discovered um, using uh, ancient solfeggio frequencies. It's the same tones that Gregorian chants use. Uh, singing bowls, um, didgeridoos are all... The pitches they use are based off of a certain frequencies. So I'm like, well, I can retune my guitar and do that. So I had a bunch of fun making these. And I put them up all on my website and I shared it on social media. And it was kind of the only thing I was sharing were daily meditation, just the audio. And then once we hit the road last June, I'm like, oh, I can just, I have effects that are battery powered. I can set up my phone. So I made a, a bunch of videos all across the country of me, like either sitting on a dock you know, on a lake or up, you know, in the mountains somewhere. And then I would improvise uh, these really slow, relaxing pieces with, with video content as well. And that's all I, and I just posted on Facebook. And I was trying to just be like, you know, if people come to my Facebook page, you're going to see something that's very relaxing and positive and where they can just take a breath instead of hyperventilating because of all the stuff <laughs> that they're seeing mm -hmm. on social media that's so negative, they can stumble across something that's positive and relaxing and calming. And I got so many emails and messages from people that I don't know all over the all over the place saying I use like I got one awesome email with somebody that was at Mayo Clinic that said um, she was working with a lady that was going through some intense chemotherapy. And she said every day after she got home from chemo, she's like, put on Jason's meditation music. And they would they listened to it. They said like four to six hours a day uh, streaming from wow. my from my website. And it just it really helped you know with pain and relaxing and getting their mind off stuff what kind of an effect did that project have on you too did it have a similar effect on you having something to kind of pour your passion into that was was calm and relaxing and meditative that way yeah um yeah for sure i mean we both kate and i use it for sleeping every night we have our favorite tracks and we our favorite frequencies and those i've made longer ones um, it has a yeah, big impact on our life. Like we put it on in the morning when we get up generally, cause it just kind of eases into the day. Uh, it helps with anxiety. I have like, you know, I'm the type of person that just has high blood pressure and I'm like, I'm not going to go on blood pressure medication. I'm going to exercise and I'm going to figure this out. And my music totally like five minutes of it. And my blood pressure is totally down to normal. And yeah, it's yeah. very powerful. Yeah. You you enjoy it too, Kate. I listen to it every day. And, you know, it's been a wonderful process just watching him learn more about uh, this type of music and 
kind of really hone in on how to make it and how to make it better. And it's been just so powerful watching the response from other people. Um, you know, he actually made a personalized track for somebody who contracted COVID and was, you know, trying to stay uh, away from his wife. So he was in the basement of the house and he couldn't sleep. He couldn't eat. He was just really hurting. And, and Jason actually made him a personalized track called Joe's COVID Buster. And he listened to it every single night. He still listens to it, even though he's um, mostly recovered at this point. Um, it was just amazing. And we actually had a patron... Uh, who got so into the project that um, he uh, commissioned a special guitar to be built for Jason so that he could make this kind of music. Um, and it it was just such an amazing uh, positive ripple that we got to see. And it's still, you know, still rippling out. It's pretty, pretty amazing. Wow. That's neat. And now um, it, I took on the moniker Relaxatone. So Relaxatone.com is now up, oh. which has the music. And um, the Color Red or Color Red record label, they just uh, took on the music as well. So they're releasing a track a week. Um, so I had a whole slew of, of tracks ready for them that go into June. Um, but I got to start making more because they're like, we want, we're making a low stimuli channel or it's already up where people can just go on and listen to low stimuli music or meditation music and um they're like give us a track a week to release on spotify and all the platforms in our channel as as long as you can be dishing up a track a week <laughs> so i'm getting ready to make a bunch more tracks coming up and send off to them so you've got a track a week you're doing for that you're still doing your variety show it's we're, on, we're taking a little break, little break right now but oh, we're yes. kind of coming break back in july season. for sure yeah and we're doing a track a month as sunday mr gessel so our patrons that have um suggested songs for us to do uh we're learning them and totally producing them and the same record label color red is putting out a track a month uh, on their covers channel because of course they're all covers that people are suggesting so we just had um it's been a long long time just came out last month which is uh captain america's love song if you're into the avengers it always comes on when he's talking with you know dancing with agent carter having the dream about her uh, one of our patrons who's into Nerd. marvel or not marvel into or yeah into marvel comics suggested the song but it's from the 30s and uh you know, les paul mary ford did it chet atkins has an amazing arrangement so i love it and uh, the next one coming out is Blue Bayou. That will be out on June 3rd. There's so many different things that you all are juggling right now. How do you how do you manage? Who's in charge of juggling? Who's the juggle well, I, master? And I got to jump in and say that that uh, this is old hat for Jason. From for as long as I've known him, he's he's been in ten different bands. He's got this going on and this going on. He's running a business. He's doing all this stuff. And so uh, this this is this does not surprise me at all. Yeah, it's normal. <laughs> normal. Not, not everybody calls it normal. But how do how do you two manage having so many different projects that you're working on at one time? Uh, I, uh, I don't know the answer to yeah. that question. So Meditation music. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. yeah. Relax the tone. <laughs> yeah, relax the tone. Yeah. Yeah, we, we start, um, we've had to, there's even some more projects brewing right now, and um, yeah. that, yeah, there's there's a few more that we can't really quite talk about because they're not official. Uh, <laughs> um, so we're still waiting. Our, our calendar's full. Our calendar's full. So we when, calendar. <laughs> when we went to Montana, the whole reason we went to this ranch is they have 
four different cabins. Two are rustic, but then there's a modern one in the old house. So we could pick our cabin and stay in it. And that's why we want to go there. So we would have separate houses. Yes, that that's the point, is that we would be not yeah. bothering each other. So when we got to Bozeman, we got, a, we got a carriage house. So Kate would stay in the RV. I'd stay in the carriage house. Just during the day, all day, we'd meet for lunch and meet for dinner. Um, but we're right now trying to figure out how do we get, you know, where we can be in separate spaces because we do we both have, a have lot of stuff. Yes, we both have separate projects going on right now. So we need to... Yeah. And, and, and I'm a squirrel, squirrel brain interrupter, so. Mm. Is he? <laughs> I didn't say it. I didn't say it. <laughs> so, so that brings me to to one of my one of my last questions on here, which is how how is it being married to your musical duo partner and to your career partner? Like, how how y'all doing with that? <laughs> Good. Good. It would be so hard. I just, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. And I'm, and I just want to know the secret. Like when, especially when you're doing creative projects, like you two are doing, how do you stay, how do you stay connected yet, yet independent enough that you can be sensitive to each other's creative process? Like, is there a secret? Well, I think that our biggest secret and what has been working so far is that we each have our own set of headphones. So when the headphones go on, that means no no talky. Um, so uh, that's kind of that's been our go to is like we put on our headphones. It's mostly relaxatone that we listen to with the headphones on so that we can focus on, you know, the work at hand, which, you know, any given day is something completely different Mm -hmm. um and then jason also is a morning person so he likes to get up really early and have his alone time in the morning and then i tend to stay up a little later so we kind of have our own time um in the morning and at night and then we come together for you know we have a meeting every day (laughs) every morning to go over okay what needs to happen today what can be pushed to next week or or whatnot and um we also got shower curtain rods for the RV to go across with curtains. So we divide it up in the room. So like the front of the RV, put a shower curtain up or a curtain rod up and then blue curtains. And I'm up there with, yeah, yes. <laughs> I'm up there and she's, we'll go all the way in the back. We have another thing that, close the for, curtain. yeah, close the curtain in the back and the kitchen's in the middle. So, so she's like, don't come in back. I'll come out. <laughs> <laughs> don't call me. I'll call you. <laughs> Send Jackie well, O as the ambassador. The uh, <laughs> uh, one unrelated thing that you mentioned, though, is uh, I remember Jason gave me a piece of advice a long time ago that stuck with me. And, and it is that he learned that one thing that, that is is consistent with most successful people is they get up in the morning and they make a list of what they want to do and then they with each line item figure out how they're going to do it what time of the day uh, they're going to allot to that and if it doesn't fit it doesn't fit and you don't do it and you don't worry about it and you don't you know stress out about it and you should do that every morning and so uh, with the meeting that you were mentioning that you guys have this kind of sounds like it's a similar thing yeah we schedule our days out that's that's really cool. Well, the last question that I always like to ask is, um, you know, we, we talk about social media for good a lot about what kind of content you're putting out, you know, the kind of communities you're building. 
what kind of content you're taking in too is an important part of social media for good. So I always like to probe a little bit and ask about how your actual personal relationship with social media is. Do you have total control over that relationship and it, and it fuels you and fills you up well? Um, or is Instagram running your life and you can't stop scrolling at night? Tell me, tell me, tell me how your relationship is with social media. Wow, that's such a good question. Um, I feel like I have a, a little bit of both. I have, I, there are so many great things about social media that I love. I love staying connected, especially during COVID, you know, with my family. My brother just had a baby and like, you know, he's sending pictures and our little messenger thread. So I love staying connected with the people that I love, um, especially also we moved to uh, Wisconsin in November. So you know, I have not only have I not, you know, seen people because of COVID, but also, I'm, you know, 2000 miles away. So it's uh -huh. nice to stay connected. Um, and it's wonderful to stay connected with our followers and supporters and fans. Um, but I do find that if I don't schedule the time, like, okay, here's my hour of social media stuff where I'm going to update people or post a picture or do whatever that I do tend to get stuck mm -hmm. and I'll, I'll say that out loud like oh no I'm stuck like I'm just stuck scrolling and checking out all the, the stuff and so Jason will come over and just <laughs> grab my phone and be like yeah here I'll help you <laughs> yeah I've been less on social media in the last month I'm just kind of taking a little bit of a break um, so I just try to only go, I go on every day, but not more than five minutes, go through the stuff, see what I need and I'll share what she posts. And I haven't been making, and I'll make my relaxed home post once a week. It's kind of just, you know, I have to set things, but I did a really good job of, of, uh, catering my feed. So my feed's Ooh. full of, well, it's either now Skylar, he's one of my favorites with his corn allergies and that's really cool. <laughs> but besides that, it's, um, it's three things. It's corgis. I, I love corgis. There's a lot of, I'm joined a lot of corgi forums, so it's really cute photos of corgis. Uh, Winnebago, uh, motorhomes. I'm on Airstream in Winnebago, in a couple Winnebago motorhome ones because there's always a problem. And somebody's like, oh, I found this little thing to do this, so you, this doesn't happen. So I learn a ton from watching people redo their motorhomes and little projects. Um, and guitars. So like archtop guitar. Telecasters and just where people post their amazing guitars or a little video of them playing their guitar. So that's pretty much my Facebook feed. So Jason's a social media curation master. Does that mean that you've gotten really good at like snoozing people that you don't want to hear from because it brings yeah. in some bad vibes? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I could yeah. tell. I could tell. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, and ads that come up that say, this isn't relative. This isn't relative. Like it's constant. Nope, not relative. <laughs> <laughs> which which platforms do you two like to spend time on? Jason, I heard you say Facebook. Um, what about, do you have any other social media platforms that you spend time on, either you or Kate? I just Facebook and Instagram, that's that's it. And um, Instagram, I don't, I'm maybe open three times a week. I would say I'm more on Instagram and then Facebook. A little bit of, little bit of Twitter. Um, Ventured into TikTok yet? Ah, yes. Okay. This she loves Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> He's the best. Do you guys follow him on, Not TikTok? on TikTok yet? Oh, yeah, stop it. He's so funny. 
<laughs> oh, I can't wait. I'll do it now. Get get on it. Um, I, I It has definitely made me feel very old being on yes. TikTok because um, I haven't quite cracked the TikTok code yet, but I've posted a few things. <laughs> yes, TikTok, Twitch, I'm, I'm learning more every day. Okay. Well, I'll, we'll do a, a nice little call out to the rest of our group and network, see if we can help lock up your thousand uh, YouTube followers here soon, too, awesome. or subscribers. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Well, um, Chad, anything else you, you want to go over? Are you happy? I'm very happy. This was a wonderful conversation. Aww. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's well, really great to see you two again. Oh, you too. Yeah, thanks mm-hmm. so much for having us, you yeah. guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're so happy to have you. I'm excited. I'm, I think I'm going to go do the $2 Patreon, too. I, I want to see all the content coming on. I, I want to see those Sunday lives. I, I'm excited. <laughs> yes, they're that's, fun. That's great. Yeah. I, it, was, it, was like, it was probably when you guys first started, but I saw a video that you posted on, on Facebook of just a camera phone video. Uh, I think you were in New Orleans in a park or something like that, and you were singing a song and it was just the most beautiful thing I've ever heard I, I was I was like I was showing it to everybody that I knew and that was that was my the beginning of my being a fan of you guys Sunday and Mr. Gessel our only gig in New Orleans <laughs> playing outside <laughs> playing outside the park just randomly <laughs> well we are just so grateful for your time and uh, we'll let you know as soon as this kind of comes out too um, but Uh, For all of you who are listening or watching, we're grateful for your time as well. You can check out Kate and Jason's Sunday and Mr. Gessel on so many platforms, as you heard. Try to go subscribe for their YouTube channel. See if you can get the uh, thousandth spot. Um, And we'll look out for more from the Jackie O Empire, too. Okay. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. And everyone, we hope you keep learning. We'll talk to you soon. One more chance, my sweet darling Space podcast was produced by Spry Social Media Marketing, digital marketing agility. Edited by Chad Hinman and executive produced by Lacey Fawcett.